Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Pray Different podcast brought to you by yours truly, that girl and a bag of chips, where you get to see the raw and real ins and outs of a woman after Christ's heart. I'm Nicole Adela, or just Nicole, fearfully and wonderfully made in God's eyes. Ooh, God has been so good. I just got into some worship and I felt like there was something just blocking me from touching Jesus, from reaching him, from feeling his presence. And it just hit me when I was, I was listening to worship. It's all about Jesus and that he's always there. It's not about what I feel. He's always with me. It's, I'm always in his presence as long as I am longing after him. He is just so good. That was such a good feeling to know that regardless of the sins that I do, regardless of what I fall into, having a heart after Jesus, repenting and asking him to strengthen me, just that alone, having grace speak for me, knowing that Jesus loves me so much that when I suffer, he suffers. God is just so good. I just had to make that exclamation. So if I sound a little stuffy, you know I was pouring my heart out just a little bit. <laughs> um, I want to open us up with a quick word of prayer. Father God, I just thank you for this day. I thank you for this opportunity once again to be used as a vessel to be able to speak to those who are struggling to get close to you, Father God, to be a vessel, Father God. Lord Jesus, I thank you for your goodness and your faithfulness, your loving kindness and your sacrificial love. Father God, there is none like you. Any void that I and wanting to fill, I will fill it with you and be whole in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, I pray Joshua 1, 9 upon my life and the life of those under the sound of my voice that you will give us courage and you would give us strength and strip away that spirit of fear in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, I ask that you speak through me in this podcast and you allow me to be a great testifier, Lord Jesus. I pray that I Lay it all out, Father God, for those to hear so that they too can experience and encounter your goodness, Lord Jesus. Father God, you are so good. I praise you and I give you our adoration for in Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Sometimes when I'm just talking to him, I really get so emotional because it's just crazy to know someone loves me that much. I'm loved that much. I'm that important. Ooh, God is so good. God is so good. So my previous video, um, Overcomer's Time, it, well, Overcomer's Time Part 1, um, it was about the first half of my testimony. And I know everyone was so sad, like, dang, why'd you end it so quick? If I'm being honest. The devil had distracted me, and I really felt in a place of discomfort. Like, I was feeling joy in the beginning, and towards the end, I just felt dismantled, distracted, disheartened, disencouraged, basically, and, oh, disencouraged. That's crazy. Now I just made my own word. Discouraged. And I just felt like I needed to go now. Um... But the Holy Spirit has his way of 
just working things out in the right way. And if I could just reach one, if I could reach one, that's all that matters. Oh, God is so good. Okay. So I'm going to get into this episode and this is the part two. This is such a, oh, this is the the part where the Holy Spirit has really got me. Um, and I'm just so excited to share this with you all. Um, so going back to the end of part one, um, I was falling back into con- conviction or not falling back into con- <laughs> conviction. I was falling back on my word and was being convicted. Um, so I had told myself that, you know, I wanted to start doing better, stop doing the worldly things that I was doing. Um, and then I had fell. And when I fell, I felt conviction. I felt so much conviction because, you know, when the Holy Spirit is in you, you can't sin the same, you know? So once I fell, I was so mad at myself. I was crying. I was yelling at myself. I was hitting my steering wheel because I was driving home and I was just like, no, you can't do this anymore. You literally cannot do this anymore. So I made that decision that day. That sin, that specific sin is going to have absolutely no dominion over my life. I am not going to give it any control. I am going to deny my flesh. I'm going to take up my cross and follow Jesus on that specific sin because you knew, you you had to know I accidentally backslid again. And so I was just so at a loss of words. Like, why do I keep going back? Why do I keep going back? So one day, October 17th, I am driving home from work. It is late. It's dark outside. I think I got off at like nine or something. And I'm driving home. I will never forget. I was just crying and questioning God. God, why did you bring me back to California? What is my purpose here? What am I doing here? Why am I so unhappy? What what are, what are all these changes that feel like I'm still coming to a dead end? I feel like I'm not making any progress. And I was just crying and listening to worship music because that's also when I had decided that I wanted to start listening to worship music all the more. I didn't want to keep listening to worldly music. So um, I was just crying and listening to worship music and I got home and I was like feeling down. I was feeling in a rut and I just went on TikTok. I know you're like, girl, why didn't you just pray again? I was mad at God at the time and not to the point where I would never speak to him again, but I just felt like so let down. I was so discouraged and I was scrolling on TikTok and I thank God for this vessel. Ooh, I thank God for this vessel. My brother in Christ, Jamez Styles. Oh my goodness. The Holy Spirit used him. Cause I went on his live. Ooh, I'm getting emotional again because the Holy Spirit is just so good. Ooh. Used him and answered every single question with scripture. Every question I was asking God in the car when I was driving home, God answered it using my brother in Christ with scripture. Do you know the comfort I felt that night? That was the day. Wow, God is so good. October 17, 2022 was the day I chose God as the Lord of my life. 
wholeheartedly. Because I had done it before. I had been baptized before. And I was like, no, today is the day Jesus becomes Lord of my life. And so I started to assume this joy that the Holy Spirit was filling me with. This drive, this motivation to constantly dwell in his presence, to constantly just be near him, reading his word, understanding him, gaining revelation, knowledge, wisdom, understanding, praying, just allowing him to really use me, to really elevate me. And the more I focused on him, the more he was adding to my life. And I thank him for that. Because in November, I was like, you know what? I need to get a car. I can't not have my own car. I need to be able to, you know, just (laughs) let everyone have their freedom. I need my car. My parents can have their cars. Let's just, you know, let's get it together. Let's just do you, boo-boo. And so I went to the dealership. And I went with my dad because you know how they try to play you. When you're, you know... A woman um, or, you know, a young adult female, they're going to start, you know, trying to hustle and bustle you. So I'm like, nah, like, y'all ain't finna get me. Because my neighbor actually worked um, at the car dealership. So I was like, could you help me? And he was like, cool. So I walked in and I feel like VIP because he was like, oh, this the homie basically hook her up. I'm like, cool. He finna, he talking about give him the, give him the special. I said, okay, give me the special. You heard him. Give me the special. So I'm in the dealership. And you know when it comes down to the numbers, you're just sad. But before we get there, (laughs) he said, what kind of car are you looking for? I really wanted a brand new car. Because I had had a 2008 Ford Focus when I was living in Missouri. And the car had 164,000 miles on it when I bought it. I was thirsty girl thirsty but the thing about it was I needed to get from point A to point B I wanted to start being self-sufficient I wanted to stop putting that burden on other people um even though they didn't feel like it was a burden (laughs) I just felt like I was being a burden to other people but I wanted a brand new car I wanted something that was efficient on gas because I am in California them gas prices are nothing to play with Baby, ooh, ooh, gas is $5. At the time, it was almost 6 So I was like, okay, yeah, I really need to get something where I can get to working back every day of the week <laughs> before having to refill my tank. And he was like, okay, like maybe a hybrid. I was like, perfect. I'm looking for a Honda Accord hybrid. Great. We get into the Honda Accord hybrid. It, it was cool. It was just lacking a lot. The features weren't there. It's just, it wasn't what I envisioned myself being in, but I was just so happy to be in a new car that I was like, sure, cool. And he was like, okay, let's go inside. Let's run your credit. Let's run the numbers. Let's see what we can do. Great. So then he goes, he runs my credit. He runs the numbers. The financial advisor comes back and he was like, this is all your credit history? Say, yeah. What's wrong? He said, I thought my printer was jammed. I'm like, where's the rest of your credit history? 
they're not going to take you serious. They, as in the banks, they're not going to take you serious. You want this brand spanking new car that's like 32K, and your credit cannot speak for that. I said, dang. I was getting frustrated, but all I kept repeating to my dad was, if God wants me to have a car, I will have a car. If he does not want me to have a car, he will force his hand. That is what I kept prophesying over the situation, which brought me peace. And so they were like, okay, we have another car, really good on gas, Honda Clarity. Then they start getting to the, the, uh, the you know, the nitty gritty. It has 64,000 miles on it, cream interior, burgundy exterior, couple dinks and bruises. And, and I was like, I came here for a brand new car. That is all I'm leaving with. If God the Father says I am leaving with that car. So I, I want a new car. The Holy Spirit knows I want a new car. He knows the desires of my heart. So if I cannot leave with a new car, that's the Holy Spirit telling me it's not your time. And I was okay with that. And so I was like, you know what? I'm pretty sure this is the Holy Spirit telling me no. I'm going to I'm gonna pack my things up. I'm going to go home on the numbers, see how I feel. My dad was like, no, she's not leaving here with no used car. She is leaving here with a brand spanking new car. And... The financial advisor was like, look, it should, it just doesn't make sense. They're going to tell you no. And I was like, okay, whatever. I went home. The next day, I get a text message of a beautiful, brand new, cherry red 2022 Honda Civic Sport with two miles on it. Baby, that thing was still wrapped up when he took the picture. He said, this fits in your budget. You want to pay this every month? You have the down payment of this. This is going to work perfectly. I said, great. Send me all the numbers. Send me everything. I'm going for it. I'm going straight for it. And once I looked at it, Holy Spirit said, call your aunt and uncle who you, um, who raised you um, when you were younger. And I said, okay. So I called my aunt. I was talking to her. I was like, if you... You know, just a little joke. I'm like, if you feel the spirit move and he tells you to put a little extra in my account for my down payment, you know, let the Holy Spirit use you, you know. <laughs> and she was like, I don't know what an extra $200 is going to do, but I think that's what I have for you right now. I was like, okay, cool. Anything helps. I am not tripping. And so my uncle's looking over the papers. My dad's looking over the papers. My brother's looking over the papers. And everyone's like okay cool like nah, 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 nah. my uncle's asking the, the follow-up questions I'm like okay this is the answer to that blah 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 so after running all the numbers a couple of days later my aunt and uncle called me well my aunt calls me off her phone which is normal for me because we call each other more often than I you know call my uncle and so I was like okay cool I look in the camera it's my aunt and my uncle sitting there. I'm like, dang, they finna tell me I can't get this car. I want this car. Please, please. And they were like, we want to bless you because we have been saving up for you for a big purchase. And, man, the Holy Spirit's telling me, be transparent. They had given me 
$10,000 towards my car. You cannot sit here and tell me that was not the Holy Spirit. That was not God. They, they never knew that I wanted to get a brand new car from the beginning of when I was young. They weren't saving up for me to get a brand new car. They were saving up until they felt led to give it to me. And I'm like, what? I literally am just sitting in the camera with my mouth wide open. I'm talking about jaw to the ground. Shook. I'm like, I just, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. After I got off the call, I just was thinking, Jesus, because I'm like, there is no way that this is happening right now. This, There's just no way. And so I'm talking to um, the car dealership and they're like, oh, how much do you want to put down again? Just to confirm so we can send it into the bank, see what we can get. I tell them a totally, at first I tell them $1,000. Now I'm telling them 11900 And they're like, what? Is that a typo? I'm like, no. They're like, wow, you really just caught me off guard. But okay, I'm going to send this in. We'll see what happens. This brought my car note down $200 a month. God is so good because he knew what would be happening in my future. He is sufficient for me. But right now it's a little tight, you know. So. He knows exactly what he's doing. Everything is orchestrated perfectly. Everything is orchestrated perfectly. And when I bought that car and drove it off the lot, the first place I drove it to was church. Anoint this car, pray over this car ASAP. Because this is a gift from God. And I need it to be returned to him. I just need it to. So I went to church, prayed over it, got it anointed, everything. And I believe, I just believe that this car came from God. So I would tell people, God gave me this car. God gave me this car. Because he sure did. It, like this was a Jesus experience. This was not by my power. Not by my might. Oh baby, not. No, no way. And there are so many times that I almost got in a car accident. But what the enemy meant for evil. God turned it around for my good. He said, remember, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will carry you through the valley of the shadow of death. You should fear absolutely no evil because I am with you. I gave you this. You think I'm going to, you think I'm going to take your life in this? No, 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 no. You have a destiny way bigger than that. Lo and behold, <laughs> God kept me every single car ride from my going in to my coming out everything and i just thank him to this day that i have not been in a car i ain't hit no pole i ain't hit a fence i ain't hit a rock well a rock hit me but i didn't hit a rock um <laughs> um but god is just so good he is so good and about a month later what my stepmom had been trusting god for a brand new house you already know he had given it to us when I say brand new house, I'm talking about freshly built. Nobody has lived in here fully for everything that they used to stage it. We got it with the house. We literally had to pack our personal belongings and come to the house. That was it. Can you see how if you focus on Jesus, everything in your life will be added on to you? This was a Jesus encounter. October, November, December, January, we moved in. Everything. 
it was just happening. Boom, 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 boom. Gave my life to Christ in October. November, I get my car. December, we're figuring, we're, we're finding out that we got the house. January, we're moving in. New beginning in the, in the new year. I was like, God, <laughs> you are so very good. And so I was like, I need to be more intentional with you. I need to spend more time with you. I need to deny my flesh all the more. And there are so many times in my past where I have tried to fast. Ooh, they're on. Okay, Lord. Yeah, but there's so many times that I tried to fast and it just didn't work. My flesh was like, baby, you hungry. You think you you think you you got all this voluptuous because you wasn't eating. <laughs> so I kept breaking my fast. I was like, God will forgive me. I'm I'm gonna try again another day. I would make excuses all the time, like, oh, but you know, I'm working really hard. I'm doing a lot physically. I don't think that'll be good for my health. Making all these excuses. I remember the first time I fasted successfully. It was um I believe it was a seven day thing. I think it was seven days or it was three days. I I'm not entirely sure. But I fasted the full period of time, praying, praying without ceasing, talking to God, even when I was at work, and I was just like, Oh my goodness. I really needed to do this fast because you really had things for me. I was praying and fasting for my purpose. That's what I wanted to know so bad. Lord, I know like our main mission as your children on earth is to turn lost souls and just make the kingdom populated. But what, how do you want me to do that? In what way? And so I was fasting and fasting and fasting for it. And I never got the specific answer, but I did gain fruits. God is so good. I did gain the opportunity to grow. I did get the opportunity to experience a Holy Spirit encounter. I was asking for revelation, understanding, discernment, wisdom, boldness. It was coming every day, all the more, the more I fasted. The more I prayed, the more I dwelled in his presence, the more I trusted him, the more that my faith increased. The Holy Spirit said, I'm going to reveal it to you. Just be patient. And that was one thing I really struggled with, patience. He was like, okay, you want to know your purpose? Wait, wait, wait. And that's why my favorite, favorite, favorite verse is Isaiah 40, 31. That is my favorite verse. I will scream that from the... Oh my goodness. And that's exactly why wait on you is my favorite scripture because it's just like, (laughs) I asked the Holy Spirit for my purpose and he said, wait, and I just needed something to remind me like what it is you're going for. So Isaiah 40, 31 is my scripture for the time that I'm waiting. But those who hope and wait in the Lord, he will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. That's what happens when you pay. That song is so good. That song is so good. They really did their big one on that. But yeah. And I was just like, okay, I'm going to keep praying. I'm going to keep fasting. I'm going to keep dwelling in your presence. I'm going to keep trusting you. Ooh, baby, you thought this walk was easy? 
the devil said, you know what? You're getting a little too close to where God has, God has for you. I just, I need to distract you. I need you to come back to the world. So he's pulling up all the memories from Snapchat. He's tempting me with my old life. He's showing me, well, you had so much fun. You were so happy then. You were laughing and smiling and uh, uh-uh. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. It's not going where God is taking me. I have, I have to let it go. I have to let it go. It was a struggle. I fell. I got back up. I fell. I got back up. The Bible says the righteous fall seven times, but all that matters is that you get back up. So as I kept repenting and asking the Lord for more strength, more courage, the more I was able to be bold about Christ and cut off those things that were making me fall back into sin, hanging with certain people, going certain places, listening to certain music, talking to certain people. It was just like the Holy Spirit had shifted my whole atmosphere. Everything was so different. And it brings me all the way to this weekend. Oh my gosh, God is so good. Um, I was trusting the Lord for something. And so I was fasting. And the first, is it? Yeah. The first day of my fast, um, I had encountered a woman. I had pulled up um, to a parking lot and I was about to get out of the car. And um, I hear this woman talking to a homeless lady. And she was, like, asking her all the questions. Like, I see you have a baby. I see you have, a, um, like, a, I think she was, like, 9 or 10. You have a young child with you. Where's your husband? Where are you living? Asking all the questions. And then she said, do you know the Lord? Ooh, hit me in my chest. Hit me in my chest. I was just so... I said, I need to hear this conversation. I know I was eavesdropping, but I just had to hear the conversation. She was just talking about the Lord and how he would provide everything for her. She just needs to trust him. And the lady was like, yes, I'm a Christian. Yes, I believe in him. God bless you. Thank you. And it just touched my heart so much. I had to get out of the car and say, God bless you. Jesus loves you. He is so proud of you that you took the time out of your day to be obedient to Christ and talk to this woman and show God's love. And she said, well, thank you so much. Let me share her information with you and let's all pray together. I said, amen. We prayed. And then um, the lady who um, was praying over us, the lady I had just met that I had just spoke to, she stayed with me as the woman and her children left. And she was just telling me about why she was at the vet clinic, um, that she is trusting the Lord to heal her therapy dog. She's been with her through thick and thin for 15 years. And she was like, people keep telling me to just let her go, let her go. But I just know my God is a healing God. And I'm not going to play God either. I'm not going to be the one to determine that today's the day that she has to go. I'm not telling her that. And whenever the Holy Spirit decides to take her, I'm going to have comfort. And I was just like, in something like this, you are decided to keep your eyes on God. 
that's just so beautiful. And I just sat and I listened to her testimony. I looked at all the pictures. I looked at the videos. I got her number. She had sent me some the information for the lady. She had sent me pictures of her therapy dog. And it was just so sweet because it was like, the Holy Spirit was like, look, focus on me. Focus on me. I'm going to show you a great testifier. I am. And so later on, the next day, she had texted me and she was like, my therapy dog has passed. Um, but the Holy Spirit had comforted me. She sent me a video of her worshiping as her therapy dog was passing. Do you, like, that just warmed my heart. That warmed my heart. And I just, I just had to keep blessing her and praying for her and just showing her that I love and I care for her because of the love and the care that she put on me that she received from Jesus. God is so good. He is so good. And as my fast was coming to an end this past Saturday, um, I had got baptized. I gave myself to Jesus wholeheartedly. I accepted him. And I knew that that was the funeral of my old self, the burial of my old self, and the resurrection of my new self, the new creation in Christ. And I just knew I couldn't be the same. I couldn't contain what I had anymore. I had to let it out. I had been trusting and praying and fasting for the Holy Spirit to give me the gift of tongues. When I tell you I came out of the water, I was praying and I just opened my mouth and the Holy Spirit filled it with tongues. Oh, God is so good. In due time, in due time, God will give you everything. In due time, at the right time, he will make it happen. There is not a time that you can ask God for something and he won't give it to you out of spite, out of discipline. Like, oh no, she she did this to me. She sinned today. Nah, I ain't finna give it to her. He's not sitting up there doing that. It pains him to see you in pain. So there's no way he's sitting and doing that. But he gives it to you at the right time for the right purpose. Ooh, God is so good. And so I had the ability to speak in tongues. Praise God. God is so good. <laughs> and he has made a new creation. And I have just been praying for boldness once again. And then later that day, when I after I had broke my fast, um, I was getting dessert with one of my friends. And there was a group of young boys. And they were just very boisterous and disrespectful and the Holy Spirit said talk to them speak to them and I just you know was feeling a little shy but I was also feeling bold like no I gotta go tell them I said Jesus loves each and every one of y'all regardless of you sinning right now grace speaks for you in your life Jesus loves every single one of you and died for every single one of you. We are in the end times. Repent. Give your life to Christ. Pray for that grace. Pray for that strength. And of course, they didn't take me seriously. They laughed. They, some of them said, okay. But I was so serious and I was like, no, I have to pray for them. I have to pray for them. And God is just so good because I know that he's doing a new and good thing. And I'm just not going to be able to contain it. I am so ready to be a, a greater vessel for the Lord. And so I just, 
want to give you this as encouragement because the Bible says that we are supposed to use our experiences to help other people increase in faith. And as we speak about our experiences, other people can see the glory of God and want to be partakers of his goodness and be able to give back. God is just so good. And so I just wanted to tell you all that I love you and that you need to take up your cross and follow Jesus. Deny your flesh daily. Repent of your sins. Allow him to come in and rearrange the household that is your temple. Oh, gosh, God is so good. Let me pray us out. Father God, I just thank you for speaking through me, Lord Jesus. For allowing all the words to be perfectly orchestrated by you. I thank you for my life, Lord Jesus. That it is a living testimony, Lord Jesus. Father God, I pray that as you are making this, these new changes in my life, Lord Jesus, as you are rearranging my temple and making me more bold and more wise and more courageous and more strong, Father God, that I just go out, Father God, and be a vessel and be obedient, Lord Jesus, and those under the sound of my voice do just the same, Lord Jesus. Father God, those who are on the fence, Allow them to choose you. Give them the strength to choose you, Lord Jesus. The ones who have questions to ask the right questions and seek the answers in the right places. Father God, I thank you and I praise you for what you have done, are doing, and will do in our lives, Lord Jesus. Father God, we love you, we praise you, and we give you adoration. For in Jesus' mighty matchless name i pray oh that was so good god is so good (sighs) i can really scream but once again thank you so much for tuning in to the pray different podcast brought to you by yours truly that girl and a bag of chips where you get to see the raw and real ins and outs of a woman after christ i'm nicole adela or just nicole fearfully and wonderfully made in god's eyes Love you. Bye.